0: Welcome into Green and Gold, then and now podcast, right here, Sports Radio 1057 FM, thefan.com. Jeff Orlowski to Polish Pipe bomb here with Steve Zaki. Steve, how are we doing tonight?
1: We're doing fantastic.
0: And special guest, Ryan Horvat, or as uh, Gary Ellerson li- or Leroy likes to call you, Horvy.
2: Yeah, I picked up that nickname. Yeah. Horvy?
0: Yeah, Frames
2: actually, I think, started it around here. That's my main man, too, Chuck Freeman. Got to give him a shout out. Me and oh. him are gambling pals now.
1: That's a player, um, right? There. Yeah, you and, uh, my wife, and several others here.
2: Every night, my phone's like, man is like, who the fuck is that that continues to text you? Like, do you have a girlfriend? And I'm like, no, that's just Chuck Freeman. Something worse. I have a bookie. Yeah. That's just it. Yeah. He doesn't text me. He'll just put, like, you know, you owe me 500 bucks every two weeks. Yeah.
0: Uh so big news today Matt LaFleur hired as the 15th head coach of your Green Bay Packers Matt LaFleur before we get uh you know reactions on what you guys think of the hire and all that can I just say I think it's awful that people are starting to call this guy the flower I think you know the flower. The flower. I think "le fleur" in French means the flower or something stupid. Well, we don't speak French here, uh, so there's no way in hell I'm calling him the flower. No, I no, I would, I no. Yeah, that's, no, that's fucking awful. That's that, that's worse than Horvey. Yeah, that is worse than Horvey. Yeah, uh, you know,
2: I've actually had worse nicknames than Horvey. Oh, I think we all have, <laughs> we all yeah, have.
0: Yeah. Usually they're uh, given to us by our wives. Yes, but, yes. Uh,
1: <laughs> the um I think the big thing about this is uh the speaking of wives was the reaction from the wives. I know my uh wife actually kinda kind st- kinda took notice when uh she saw photos of him. I'm just curious of you two uh you know, is he is he as dreamy
0: as my wife thinks he is? I don't think my wife has seen a picture of him yet. Uh, I did put up on the uh, fans' Twitter page today, side by side of LaFleur and Ryan Reynolds, because they kind of look uh, a lot alike. Yeah, but, I saw uh, that. Yeah, you know, yeah, he's a, he's a good looking dude. He's
1: a handsome man. Yeah. Does he get his eyebrows done? I think he does. I'm a little I, worried about well, it. Well, okay, what, what does that mean? Because I get my eyebrows done, no, but so not do, so done, do I, but I, trimmed. But are we talking like the waxing between the thing here or I don't what? know. He just
2: looks like the, – they don't look like natural eyebrows. He's he's a little bit prettier than I thought he was. <laughs> Who's better looking, him or Mac? Who do you think's going to pull more – well, never mind. They're both married men. What am I talking about? That doesn't <laughs>
0: – Yeah, so, uh, Steve, what was your reaction when you heard that Matt LaFleur was going to be the next uh, – Highly successful football coach of uh, your Green Bay Packers? I was glad who it
1: wasn't. Okay. Let's put it that way. You know, and and when you kind of dig into his history and who he worked with, and this is what everybody's looking for. And, you know, not to jump ahead here, but, you know, some people are like, oh, only one interview. Well, the Packers have been ahead of the game, Uh, there's eight teams looking for. Originally there were eight teams looking for coaches, and they wanted to stay ahead. And I think the the decisions that have been made so far. Two of them they were kind of they were the going to go in that direction anyways. So you have what three
0: have been filled now? Four. Well, you've got uh,
1: Kingsbury. Kingsbury
0: in Arizona
1: was supposedly there was some talk before even while you were still obviously a USC in that. And then you got kitchens in Cleveland. Kitchens was a kind of surprise. We'll revisit that later cuz I want to talk about the Browns and that situation. Arians and then in Arians, Tampa. that's been I think that
0: that has that has they probably talked last year about taking that job. And then you've got Fangio in Denver now. That is that is good. That, that is that great is the news best
2: news of all past. of us. I know that's what I said today, man. Great news. I, I told Cody Cody Grant, the producer of the morning show. I said losing uh, Fangio is comparable to losing not really like Khalil Mack, but like a Kyle Fuller or yeah. like a pass rusher. Like yes. that's going
1: to have a huge impact. I totally agree. I I think I broke out the lotion. I already went. you know we <laughs> I, I with, with them playing a first place schedule losing Fangio. That's a team that could go six and ten next year. That's what I said, yeah. seven and nine. Yeah. I was a little bit nicer, Steve. So I mean, it it, it could go either way with them. I mean, it, it's you know they kind of snuck past people this year, and not not next year. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be. I think Fangio. I mean, it it it's a really. It, I feel good for Fangio, but I don't think it 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 improved. I think Denver a little bit but they still have a lot of issues on the offensive side. Right, so well, I don't really view them the I don't view them as a threat at all. But getting back to the Packers, I, so they jumped on LaFleur. They did the one interview. Hey, we like him. Let's grab this guy before somebody else does. Mm-hmm. And I think if you look at what's left out there, you go, okay. I think would you guys have made the same decision with what's out there? Not me. I would have jumped on Adam Gase. But now CN Mike Clemens brought up an interesting point about that, and we'll talk about Gase in a second. And then there's the Josh McDaniels.
0: Yeah, I I'm not a big McDaniels fan. Yeah, I'm
1: fine with that. Does he have a stink?
0: Yeah. No, Does- I don't really care.
2: I don't even care about that. I just I wanna I'd rather have a guy like LaFleur that's done yeah. more with less talent, I guess. And you could tell me Good like twenty yep. second ranked offense and this and that, but I mean he had Blaine Gabbert behind center for the majority of the season. Mariota in my opinion has been a bust. I continue to say well, that. Well, and there's there's a big
0: there's an
1: injury component. Right. There is, I mean but, his arm is screwed up.
0: But it also took LaFleur 6 to 8 weeks to realize that Derrick Henry was on his fucking team. Th- that's
2: that's what's scary. I uh I don't want him neglecting the run and I'm a little bit worried that Rodgers is going to push him around. I thought it was telling this is stupid. But um, Leroy was joking on the big show about uh Aaron Rodgers' watch, like watching him on Twitter, you know. Yeah, and um, when I looked, I was looking all night then because I was like, I wonder if he is going to say anything or make any comments on the hiring. And uh, the dude from Hootie and the Blowfish, Darius Rucker, was yeah. like tweeting, Hey, Green Bay Packers, you should hire Dabo Sweeney. <laughs> and Rodgers liked it, but he didn't say anything else about the hire. But you heard in the press conference today, support supposedly he was in on the uh, support group or whatever and had talked to LaFleur, but I don't know. That's the only thing that worries me a little bit is I don't think he's a pushover, but, I mean, Rodgers, I mean, the guy's making, what, $128 million. He's one of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of the NFL, and now you got a first-year head coach that's going to go into the locker room and try to tell him to fix his mechanics or this and that. I just don't know if he's going to buy in. I don't know what you guys think on that.
0: Well, for me there's a couple concerning things. One is uh, getting back to what you said, Steve, they moved they moved quickly once they interviewed LeFleur. They uh-huh. you know, uh, they talked about it in the presser today. You know, they b- walked out of the interview, it was the tenth guy they interviewed. Mm-hmm. Supposedly none of the first nine really stood out, which is I thought was a backhanded slap against Joe Philbin and you know, do I really care? No. I sure as hell hope Philbin is not back with this team next well, year. Well, do you think he would have stood out? No. Philbin, hell no. No. He's but, white bread. Totally. But uh, I, I think it's it's weird that they sat there. They moved so fast on a guy who w- isn't in demand. He had no we other don't... head coaching interviews set up with any of the other teams that are looking for guys. Mm-hmm. So I think that's weird. You know they could have they could have slowed their roll on that a little bit and you know taken a few more days considering it wasn't a big name. It's not like it was, uh, you know, whoever's it. You know, it's not like it was, uh, you know, Bill Parcells back in the day where every single team wanted them. So they could have pumped their brakes on that. One of the red flags I got out of the uh, press conference today. They asked Mark uh, Murphy straight up. Who is Lafleur going to report to? He reports to me. Are you out of your mind? Yeah. You know, so it still seems like the Packers are running a clown show in their front office. And I agree with Sparky. Uh, He's talking on the big show today and said that, you know, once Mark Murphy stuck his hand in the football jar, Mm -hmm. he is not going to take his hand out of there. No. And so yeah. it seems like it's going to be a muddled mess up at Lambeau, until, you know, hopefully it doesn't happen. But if this blows up and this is not a good hire, and Lafleur does not work out for the Packers and they continue to struggle, miss the playoffs, and all that, and Lafleur gets fired, Mark Murphy's right next. He's the next one out the
1: door. I think he is because I've been picking up on a lot of uh, a, a lot of people that I talk. Just generally, I don't like him, and there's I got a couple that are just. I mean, I mean, I'm listening to the Big Show today, and my coworker next to me goes, "I can't stand that guy. He just, I hate. I can't stand him. You know. I mean, there's just like, yeah, I don't really. No, this is like that. Terry, who's been on the podcast too, he's another one. Can't stand him. I can't either. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan, man.
2: Yeah, like. Get the Rolling Stones to Lambeau Field and do this and that, but, I mean... Build your little snowball hill, it's just, and you know he's, he's he seems just like a like honestly like he's a know it all. He, like, he just wouldn't shut up today. He's trying I wanted to, to hear more from Gudikins, and, and yeah, all I heard from yep. was Murphy he the dominated entire time. The
1: press conference, and Thank, he's like, trying to make like, a, you a talk, legacy.
2: Thanks, thanks, Steve. Yeah, that's what he would do, though. Thanks, Brian. Like Brian, yeah. I was like, hold on, I'm trying to hear this, man. You know, yeah, like, fucking know it all, but go on. Sorry.
0: No, <laughs> uh, no, you're saying it. It you know it is what it is. Mark Murphy. Oh, let me tell you another story. You know, this isn't story time. It's like he, you know, kept, he comes off as a complete know-it-all. Yeah. Uh, You know, he wants to be the smartest guy in the room, even though every time he opens his mouth, he proves that he's not. Uh, So it's just, it was bad. And then the opener, you know, Murphy's rattling, you know, rambling and on and on and on and on and on. And then he gives he gives Goody ten seconds. Goody says, "Oh yeah, you know." And then, okay, well, thank you. Let's yeah, thanks, hear Brian. from uh, <laughs> let, yeah. Let's hear from uh, Matt Lafleur now. It's just a complete slap in the face. Total disrespect.
2: Yeah, and all of a sudden he's like a comedian too. Like he's swearing at the presser, and you know, my my main problem with it was like. I was just trying to hear from the head coach and hear from the GM. I didn't really need to hear about every single candidate that interviewed, too. Like, what what the hell was that all about? I, and I got to stop, and I'm going to get emotional when I talk about Joe Philbin. And I'm like, you're so full of shit. And I actually have a job for Joe Philbin. I think he could stick around since Rodgers likes him and everybody gets along with him. You know those get-back coaches? The guys that just make sure that you, like, don't cross the line? That could be <laughs> Joe Philbin, right? Get back. Get back, please, but I don't think he has the uh Well he's kinda old. I don't know if he's fast <laughs> enough
0: to get out there in time.
2: And I feel like they'd be like, no, and he'd be like, You're right, you're right, Aaron. But that, that I just I feel like Rogers is still gonna run the ship. I wanted a guy like Adam Gase to go in there because he's fiery. And like I don't think anybody should go in there and tell Rogers, like, if they don't like the way to go fuck himself or anything like that. But I mean, Adam Gase holds his players accountable. When they lost and, and got eliminated from the playoffs a couple weeks ago, he was like, Well, yeah, we would have been a lot better and, if Ryan and Tannehill played better. Just I thought throw him right was, under the bus.
1: I thought that was interesting that Clemens brought that up as a point when they were, because everybody was saying, I was an Adam Gase guy, and I know a lot of other people there. You know, you were thinking that when you heard LaFleur, you thought, okay, it's going to be probably between him and Gase because they kind of fit that prototype, that, 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 what they're looking for. And, Clemens, I think, brought up an interesting point. There's a couple of press conferences. He's a little fiery. He's he's supposedly has gotten under some people's skin. Yeah, and, and it's like I can you could see. I don't think that's not the guy Murphy wants to bring in. Murphy wants to be able to control him a little more. Yeah, and I don't think he he would have
0: the he would have that issue with Gaze. My pro- another problem I had with the um, with Lafleur at the presser today. And, you know, when it first started, he kind of seemed deer in headlights, nervous and yeah, all that really kind of stuff, which yeah. is completely understandable. You know, the first time that room was freaking packed, every reporter in the entire state of Wisconsin was out there. They said that there was like 24 or 26 TV cameras out there. So I'm sure it was intimidating and all this. A heck of a lot more than they do in Nashville.
2: These weirdos have been stalking them for like the last 40 hours. Imagine, oh, yeah.
0: imagine just like
2: showing up to your new job with your kids and like weirdos are like on a roof like yeah. oh, videotaping you. I'd be like, where in the fuck am I? Like yeah. imagine, imagine it too. Like yeah. you show up to Green Bay, Wisconsin for like the first time. You're like, where's everything at, man? <laughs> oh, there's a. McDonald's, there's Farf Steakhouse. Never mind, that's not around anymore. But yeah.
0: everything closes at 3 p.m. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but the thing I took away is that when he was talking to me, it doesn't seem like he's going to be a master motivator. It doesn't seem to me, at least with what I saw today, that he is going to be able to stand up in front of the 53 mm-hmm. and get every single one of those guys to run through a brick wall for him. Yeah, I'm glad
2: that you
1: brought we, that up, man.
0: Well, we don't know that.
1: Right. right. right I'm you just know, saying that's right. my initial impression today. And same here. Because uh, how far – I mean, this is professional football. And how many times have we heard – I mean, the, the number one thing that screwed up uh, Divine when he came in, was he was a college coach and he was a rah-rah guy. And he came in there, mm-hmm. we're going to do this, 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 and all these these guys are going, hey, hey – this ain't you know, this ain't the uh, Missouri, you know. Yeah, but that's that's the So difference. I mean that 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 goes only so far.
0: Right.
2: Right. But I mean that's these like guys like Sean McVeigh, that's the thing, is now you have to buy into it. It can't be bullshit like we're gonna right. go knock their heads off, but you could fire these dudes up like and that I agree with Jeff. I was watching that and I was like, Yeah, this guy wouldn't really fire me up in a locker room. I mean, and I get it because the first radio show I did. I mean, you fumble around your words. You're nervous, so I get it. But almost like the guy I'm looking for in that position wouldn't be nervous. I know that that I mean, and I know that's not fair. But like Adam GaSe, if he was up at that podium, he would have you believing. I didn't walk away from that press conference really believing very much. Mike Petton would too. Even McCarthy, like in the, let's talk let's talk McCarthy. Like you know, years ago, not McCarthy. These last right. three four years, I mean, he kind of. I don't know. I mean he communicated pretty well
1: with the media in the beginning, I thought. And he he had he knew how to and he knew exactly he knew how to get his message across. Like he you was, believed in him a
2: little bit. Yeah. Like you believed, oh shit, you know, even if we're one and three, I think that we'll win ten games, eleven games. Right now I'm like I'm kinda nervous a little bit. Um because there's nobody in that locker room already that leads that team, I feel. Like, there's really no well, Rodgers. I mean, you got Shaman Williams, point. I yeah. know, and you got, you know, Jair Alexander. It's bad when there's a freaking rookie, though. Like, every time I see anything postgame, he's leading the huddle. Oh, I know. He's like 21, 22 years old. Rodgers isn't really a rah-rah guy. You don't need a rah-rah guy, but you need somebody to talk some sense into these guys and, and to let them know, like, this isn't a two- to three-year plan.
0: And Jair Alexander is far from perfect as well, because as we talked about, uh, during the bye week, when they, uh, the Packers held their quote-unquote across-the-hall meetings, so the defensive players go and meet with the offensive coaches who are critiquing them and telling them what they need to do better and all that. And Jair was asked after that, how did the across-the-hall meetings go? And he said, I learned a lot. I thought I had it all figured out. Mm-hmm. I realized I have to watch more tape and still learn. You thought, as a rookie cornerback, that you had the NFL figured out after seven fucking games? Are you out of your mind? That's crazy. You know, so it's even- you know. So I love, I like Alexander. I, you know, I hope he's fantastic. I don't want the, you know his jersey seems like a solid purchase a lot yeah. more than my josh jackson jersey right now which
2: you never know though he could turn it around too, I, I hope mean. he
0: does too <laughs> that's the thing. we should be relying
2: on these twenty, twenty-one year olds man especially when you could have re-signed casey hayward years back micah hyde that's my problem we had all the playmakers are you seeing the same news that i'm seeing mccarthy will not be a head coach next year that's not
0: a surprise
2: the jets are going with adam Gase. McCarthy will have to wait till 2020 for a job. That's
0: a good, good move wow. for for the Jets. And they I'll went tell with Gase you, this, over Mac. I was just about to say, I am praying that McCarthy got that Jets job because I wanted that New York media to eat him alive. Oh, they
1: would have. They would. You know, oh, yeah. it
0: would have been so bad. I would have loved every second of it. Yeah, so, he, I'm telling you, they're he, taking my joy away. He um. I was joking today. I was like,
2: I fell back in love with Mac. These demands are great. Like, he just doesn't want to go to these, like, these, you know,
1: teams. He's like, I'm not he's going still, to Arizona. He still thinks he is. He's got he the very, biggest... I'm a very oh, yeah.
2: uh,
0: successful head coach. And I kind of, you know, mm-hmm. like,
2: I think he's an idiot, but I
0: respect it. You know, he's set in his ways. And, you know, I think that's part of what, you know, they, the report came out today that Cleveland wanted to hire McCarthy with the caveat that Kitchens was going to be his offensive coordinator. And McCarthy said no, so Cleveland said we'll pass. Yeah. So you know, yes, I think it's great, and I think if you're McCarthy, you have to say no. You take a head coaching job in the NFL, you know that it's going to end one of two ways: either you're yeah. going to die on the sideline, or you're going to get fired. Yeah.
1: What's what is the one term we've heard? There's always new terms, football terms you hear. You know, every year there's a there's a you know there's all these terms. The one this year was chunk plays chunk play yeah and and this is something that plays
0: pad level <laughs> yeah I hate, I hate set the edge that's yeah. the one i hate
1: but he this is and this is i think this is rogers is going to be excited because the dink and dunk doesn't work anymore and and you could see teams are keying up on that we've been saying that for three years mm-hmm. that teams have been keying up on that and i think you know i did like when he said that uh you know Point yards don't matter. Points matter. Right. I did. I like that too. So I mean, I you know, and you know, everybody's you know, Sha, Sean McVay, Sean McVay, Sean McVay, Sean McVay. Well, l- let's see what happens, to, you know, this weekend, you know, with him. I yeah, mean, is he gonna win his first is, playoff. He, I game? mean, he's been anointed, and it's it's so. I mean, if he if he takes a shit out there, you know, for, with the Cowboys, I mean, that is
0: then what you know. Dude, I called Cleveland because I met Sean McVay in an airport seven years ago. Really? So I called the Cleveland Browns and I said, hey, I met Sean McVay. Can I come in for a head coaching interview? And they thought about it. (laughs) And then, you know, I guess there's no Rooney rule for Polacks, so I didn't get it. But, you know, it seems like if you even, you know, shook his hand, if you shared a toilet seat with the guy... You are in the pool of possible head coaches.
1: Here's and- the good news is when Sean McVay was hired from the Redskins, everybody at the Redskins was like, Yeah, he's you know, yeah. I mean, there wasn't a this but people that have I've I've heard people that met him that at the Redskins, he was, yeah, he was this real you know, little fiery guy, but he wasn't this big personality right that he's become. So so in that way I'm kind of thinking, ah, Lafleur has a chance here, so he 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 wasn't this overwhelming as Sean McVay. He remembers every play, this that, and and you know chunk plays and throwing it
0: down the field. You know, I just think if you look at the head coaching hires, with the exception of old ass Bruce Arians, it is just completely obvious that the NFL is such a copycat. League. Oh yeah. And that all these teams now are trying to find the next McVay. Everybody's got this little dorky-ass-looking 20, you know, 29, 34-year-old white guy with the stupid, like, shadow beard (laughs) because either they can't grow in a man beard or, you know, they trim it that way because that's what the hipsters do. You know, there's a definite uh, look, and it's just, to me, it's weird. It's weird, and, you know copycat league so now we got Lafleur. he's a head coach moving forward Packers Nation now looks to their 101st year of uh, existence what is your level of optimism next year going forward with the Green Bay Packers under Matt Lafleur? it's a two-year
1: plan okay two-year plan I want to see definite improvement it's going to start off slow but I think the good news, if they keep Petten, which is supposedly—I don't know—was that addressed at the press conference. I was kind of hit
0: in and out. He said he's going to talk to him. It seems like it's you know basically ninety-nine percent sure Petten's coming back.
1: Okay, because that that would help with the continuity part of it. Yeah, it's one thing when you're starting scratch and you're starting everything, but at least with with the defense, we're seeing some progress there. Now I oh, but they gave up all these points at the end. Well, they had so many injuries, you know. He I mean, drew up good schemes. It's just like uh, the same
2: shit, dudes. Like he draws up a pass rush and guys just fly at the quarterback's feet. Nobody knows how to tackle
1: or wrap anybody up. Or so, I mean, and well, Ron Zook. I mean, I'm sure he's already been. Even though it scared me, Gil, Br- Gil Brandt, Gil liked him today. Well, I don't know if he's just playing. Yeah, I think he. That's the old buddy system, though. I
0: think. Well, and the rumors were out there today that uh, the Packers are interested in this Bengals assistant coach, um Coombs, Combs, something like that. Some, some dude I never heard of, you know, who would basically come in and be the special teams coach. So I'm fine. Yeah. You know. what, what's your confidence level in the pack next year? Um, Shit. I think Or vac- can you even have it yet? Because there's still stuff I, that needs to get. Them.
2: I mean, honestly, I, I expected them to win 11, 12 games this year and compete. You know, in the NFC and be a Super Bowl contender. So I don't see why it has to be a two to three year plan to tell you the truth. Oh, if you I think two Indians years. No, say. I'm
1: talking two years. I'm talking like and, in, in the run for a playoff spot. Right. If not a wild card. Right. If not, or the, the division, because we can talk about the Vikings later. But, um, and then Super Bowl. I want a Super Bowl in two years. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you on that. When, when, if it's not in two or three years, then it's it's, it's done. not going to happen. That under never. The exactly, it's never. I'm an optimist, though. I think. I mean,
2: nobody expected the Bears to be any good. What was their win total before the season supposed to be? Six was Bear. that? You know, well, I mean,
1: look, you know, it, it was the Bears. No, it's the Colts. Well, the yeah. Colts. I had two or three wins. Really, McDaniel's walks away. They bring in their second choice, Reich. And, you know, the thing about everybody was like, well, we'll see with Andrew Luck. Yeah, their offense has been really good. You know what's been the most impressive thing is that defense.
0: And the offensive line. Yes. And, you know, the fact that, you know, McDaniels left the Colts at the altar and all that kind of stuff, good, bad, whatever, I don't care how you feel about it. But he hired, and some of the assistants that he hired are still there doing one hell of a job for Indianapolis.
1: And Mm -hmm. if you want to know my opinion why he left, is just watch that post game uh, speech by Urse. Oh, God. I think I think something happened there. Ursay and him, maybe you know, like as like we were joking about sniffing cocaine off of hookers in some Indianapolis bar. I never joke like that. And and it's like <laughs> something happened. They got into a fight or something, and he said, "I'm out of here." Yeah. So
0: well, I'll tell you, with the Packers next year, I'm cautiously optimistic. There's still a lot of moves that need to get done. Um, you know, there's still the stink the stench of Mike McCarthy that needs to get scrubbed out of here. Yeah. Uh, you know, Zook needs <laughs> to go, you know, everybody's all high on, on Petten. And yes, you know, I, I, gave him a lot of credit because you could tell the defense from the first half was unlike the defense in the second half. So adjustments are being made and players are stepping up. However, going into these games, the Packers allowed so many points in the first half that they were playing from behind and a lot And so, yes, the defense got better in the second half, but you can't go into the games and constantly get blown out in the first half and make your offense do all that kind of work. Uh, I don't understand all the love affair with Joe Witt. Uh, Philbin needs to go. You know, the strength and conditioning guys, uh, uh, Lovat, he needs to go. Um, So, you know, there's still a lot that needs to get done up there. They they better – they better still have the pints all out because I hope they're not done cleaning house yet.
1: No, I don't think they are. No, I think yeah, no, I think uh, you're gonna see a lot of different coaches. I mean, the assumption was that they were gonna blow out the entire coaching staff, but I think, like I said, I I kind of Patton. I I like Patton. I do too. And I think it's a, I think it would be a good mix. Where I think it's always good to have. The young guy, older guy, and Penton's not that old. I mean, right. I think he's my age. Uh, but, you know, it kind of like what we saw with uh, with the Rams with McVay. Who did he bring in? Wade Phillips. Wade Phillips. And that, so you got a good, I mean, after he got jettisoned from the Cowboys and that, you're thinking, well, we're not going to see him ever again. And here he is in success, too. You know, so yeah. he's got some damn good players there, too. That helps. Well, but. Yeah, you know, but I mean, he's a David Gruden Donald on, and, and your teams is going to be, uh, you know.
0: Well, Wade Phillips is one of those guys that he is not head coaching material, but he is a phenomenal coordinator, coordinator. Yeah, yeah. right. So, you know, he just he can't lead a whole team, yeah. but he's damn good with the half of the team that he has. So, what is your most surprising hire of the coaches that have been hired? Fangio in in Denver. King, uh, Kingsbury and Kingsbury is a bit of a surprise,
1: but, and once again, a prototype has been set. Uh, they, everybody's copying this prototype and he was the other prototype. Yeah. So I, and, and, and it's the Cardinals. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, they had their little window and when they went conventional, they got a, a good quarterback and a good coach And then you know, then it kind of it's gone back to you know where it is now. But I I I think the surprising thing is the rumor going around with Cincinnati, and Cincinnati is so screwed up. I think they're going to do it. Did you hear about the the dual the the co head coach? No. Hugh Jackson and Vance Joseph co head coaches that would be awesome that would be awesome that
0: would be awesome. and the Bengals. it just makes so much sense it does yeah it does you want to talk oh my god and you know what and i bet
1: brown would 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 pay them he wouldn't pay them head coach's salary either that's why he would like to do it he'll pay them like coordinator salary and a little extra and yeah, because and an he's thinking, bucks. he's thinking. Well, instead of hiring a coach and two coordinators, all I have to hire is two coordinators and call them co-head coach, head coaches. I'm saving a couple million. Let's do it. <laughs> you know, Mike maybe Brown both, is so stingy. Yeah,
2: <laughs> they both have half a brain, so maybe if they combine it, <laughs> it will equal one full brain in that coaching staff.
1: Well, you know, it's it's just. I mean, he. I, I've heard Hugh Jackson is a great guy, and you watched him, of the. Of of the the three guys that were running the Browns and Hard Knocks, Mm. you know he was the least of the oddballs. Right, because Greg
0: Greg Williams is a nut job. Greg Williams did one hell of a job for that team. Yeah, he got fucked over. He totally did. He got dismissed today. And I think
1: well, and I think it was you wonder if somewhere along the line him and You know, Kitchens got – because Greg Williams is a a hard ass. Of course. And and I can see him getting on a younger coach just because
0: he's a younger coach. That's the only thing that scares me is if the Bears get Greg Williams to replace Vic Fangio, Mm -hmm. that defense does not miss a beat. That defense will still be kick-ass next season, and they won't miss a beat with Greg Williams. He is that good. I wouldn't be surprised if he did what McCarthy will
2: do and – you know he's got a pretty big ego too. Remember during Hard Knocks even he was like, "Oh, well, I had eight offers and this and that." Yeah. You know what I mean? I could see him probably sitting out. And Todd Haley, I don't see him getting a job. If I was Mac, you know what I would do? I would see you're sitting out this year. I would call up like Fox, CBS.
1: I would oh, they've love, called them. They've called would, him
2: already. I would love to hear Mac. Like I want to hear the behind the scenes stuff with Aaron Rodgers now shit you got nothing to lose now i mean he doesn't have to like dish on it but i'd he- right. i'd like to hear him as an analyst and then him be like well when i was in green bay
1: you know? i've heard off the record mccarthy is fantastic he is another person he's funny actually oh. he is yeah <laughs> We yeah, caught a glimpse when, of that. Uh, he's like
2: the dude, you know. When you when you when you are not at work, when you are at work with him, you are like, "Fuck this guy." But then yeah. you go to the bar with him, and he's t- on his eighth shot, and he's all singing right. karaoke. You are like, you know what? This guy's <laughs> actually pretty cool when you don't have to work with him, and he's not, you know, bossing me around and giving me this finger all the time.
1: Like, yeah, I think McCarthy would be one of those guys. When you see him on TV, you are like, "Oh, oh this guy's, you
0: know, this guy's all right." Well, they'd have to go to the wide lens with his ass. As long as
2: he's not in charge of my football team, I don't care what he does. To tell exactly,
0: you exactly. I think it's funny because uh, I'm kind of with you, Steve. I think that the uh, Kingsbury uh, signing, you know, in Arizona is, is wacky. And then reports come out today that they're talking about Dom Capers as their defensive coordinator. Oh, please do that. Good luck with that. I need to see that. Oh, my God. You know, what an absolute disaster that would be for that franchise. You have a team, you live in a state where every team in the league, with the exception of the Jacksonville Jaguars, that come into your stadium to play has home field advantage because there's more fans of every other team on the face of the planet than the Arizona Cardinals and the Jacksonville Jaguars. But you would turn... Josh Rosen in a fantasy football superstar
1: cuz he'd be playing from behind all the time. Well, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he would he would have he would have a very Blake Bortles it all like around. career. <laughs> a very Blake Bortles like career. Maybe he could stay healthier than Bortles. Did. I think this is the stupidest
2: hire since the Bears hired um oh yeah, the guy the CFL guy, right? Yeah, um uh, Mark Tressman. Yeah. I think this is the worst hire since then because just what, what what everybody's showing you too? They're like, well, he we worked with Patrick Mahomes. Well, yeah, but they had a losing record together. Patrick Mahomes never won until he got to the NFL. I mean, he was great, but he didn't. And he win. was
1: that—that that was why he, he with, slipped because he, he was with, out of control.
2: Yeah, he worked with Baker Mayfield. Uh, yeah, and he chose Davis Webb to be the starting quarterback over Baker Mayfield. So Baker Mayfield left his ass. Yeah, you know. So you're throwing me these terrible examples too of why this guy. I saw this awesome meme or GIF or whatever the hell it's called on Twitter. And it was, like, McVay, uh, Kingsbury, and it was, like, the new thing in the NFL is only to hire guys that look like they play uh stepdad in a Brazzers video. <laughs> all these dudes
0: have, like, the same hairdo.
2: And, like, you know, they're, like, 39, 40. Like, Kingsbury even said, like, he would go and, like, like uh, flirt with recruits' moms to get players and stuff. Like, to get, you know? But you know, I mean, it's it's just, it's goofy, like. Everybody has this model of what they want their next NFL head coach to be. And I mean, the Packers kind of went that route too. So I guess we'll see a- how sure it works out, you know? But I like what the Colts ended up doing. I think if Josh McDaniels is the head coach in Indianapolis, they'd probably win five or six games. I think when you get a guy. That's well-respected. It doesn't have to be this offensive genius because you could still use coordinators. I mean, you could, you could call plays. You don't even have to, you could have an offensive coordinator that calls plays, but you just have to have control of that team. The guys have to believe in you and you have to believe in them. I mean, it sounds corny as hell, but guys like Sean McVay, not because he draws up all these great schemes because watch him on the sideline. He's like head dudes and running over like they relate to him. That's what I'm saying. That's where like having a younger coach is good. If you have a younger team, on like with a rookie quarterback on a rookie contract like a Jared Goff because he could relate to a guy like McVeigh a little bit. Rodgers is probably like, this dude's almost my age. I'm making $100 million more than he does, you know? Fuck his schemes. I mean, I don't think Rodgers is going to say that because he's going to want to win. He's going to have to buy in, Rodgers, because he, you don't want to finish your last – if he finishes right. his last four years as a loser going seven and nine, how's he going to be remembered? How's his legacy going to be remembered? Because well, it's a little bit tarnished right now. I mean, people aren't – before this year, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, everything he touched was gold. Even like Joe Buck and Troy Aikman are like, what's wrong with him now? People are starting to take notice like we have the last two years. He's still great, but he hasn't been playing up to his standard. Right. So I think he has to buy into this system.
1: I think, you know, you think if you're Aaron Rodgers, you're watching Sunday Night Football, you're watching Monday Night Football, and you're watching these guys slinging it around. Mm -hmm. And what do you got? You know, you check down this, you got guys running – you got Randall Cobb running a five-yard slant, you know, or crossing route, and you're like, okay. You know, I mean, I'm just watching this stuff. I think this will, will kind of energize him. He's got a new, he, you know, chunk plays. There it is again. He's all, he, Then who should be the best at chunk plays? Rodgers. Yeah. And we we used to see that. You know, and, and you're talking about, you know, can he c- control? That'll be interesting, but if you look at Favre, what Favre was doing before McCarthy, those last years with Sherman, Favre was a freaking idiot.
0: Yeah, it was a disaster.
1: It was a disaster. And it was so frustrating for, you know, people that watch. You know, there, there's there's Packer fans and there's NFL fans. And it's kind of frustrating listening to Packer fans who don't see what else, what's going on in the rest of the league. Mm-hmm. And so they're all, you know, they're, they're, their view of the league is, is the, you know, the, what, the, 10 teams they see you know the Packers play during the year and it it, it, it it was so brutal watching Favre and what he could be doing so when McCarthy came in well the, the main thing was to rein him in and he was able to do that so it's a, i think the number one thing is with uh, LaFleur is to rein in Rodgers That will be the big thing and I'm sure he's going to be able to I mean I I you know I think like I said chunk plays that's the direction rogers rogers wants to have fun he he, he's always saying i love the game it's fun i love being out on the field well i think he's gonna enjoy it again a lot more
0: i agree with you i i think rogers buys in i think uh i agree with both of you i think rogers wants to win i think Mm -hmm. that his ego will take a back seat uh to his competitiveness and i think that uh you know, he's going to put his all behind the floor, and he's going to do what he can to sit there and, and win games. Yeah. And am I, you know, sunshine and rainbows and Mr. Optimistic? Not usually. Uh, is this just because I, I am so freaking happy that McCrappy is gone? Maybe. Uh, but, you know, I, I think it's going to work out. Well, and I, I'm just – I'm hopeful. Like I said, I'm hopeful.
1: Of the four – of the five coaches, the last five hires of the Packers, we only – the, the general fan off the street had only heard of one of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was Ray Rhodes. Yeah. How did that work out? One year, one and done. Yep. Eight and eight. See ya. So, you know, you had Holmgren. He was 44 years old. Three years as a offensive coordinator. Sherman was 46. Only one year as a offensive coordinator with the Seahawks. Uh, McCarthy was 43. One year with the 49ers. And then Lafleur. One year with the Titans.
0: So, yeah, I mean, there's a there it is a prototype again. And I think it's telling of the kind of person that Lafleur is, that he interviewed for the head coaching job of the Titans. He didn't get it, but he accepted the offensive coordinator job because he wanted to yeah. call plays. Yeah. Where he knew if he stayed in L.A. that he was not going to call plays. So yes, it was a lateral move plus a half a step because he was able to call his own place. Mm-hmm. Granted, his offense sucked and, and all that. He had shitty players. You know, like I said, the red flag is how, lo- how long it took him to realize Henry was on his team and start pounding the ball. But I like the fact that he made, you know, a, a move like that, betting on himself, uh, you know, and you could talk about the complete failure Kirk Cousins has been in Minnesota but when he kept betting on himself year after year after year after year with the redskins i enjoyed and was rooting for every single penny Me too. that kirk cousins got i root for all
2: these guys to get paid and i hate uh. you know what i don't like is these guys that are like Aaron Rodgers just wants the money, and what does he need yeah. all that money for? Uh, because he risks his body and he works hard for his fucking well, money. What do you mean? The last
0: what? time you turned down a fucking raise, and why? Right. Do we? No one Thank has you. ever that's turned a, down. That's a race. What I always say,
2: man, is I'm not put. I'm not taking less money to bring in somebody that's just as good or better than me. And, no, I'm not and doing it. Put
1: yourself. It. I want to win too. I want to be number one, but I'm not taking less money. And to put yourself on that field, and you see that Alan Hearns injury. Oh yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah. Oh, God, that was... Well, <laughs> and here's the other thing. Why, yeah, that was, I mean, there's some serious shit these... that goes on that night, gridiron. Hello.
2: Like, we don't root for the players. We're like, oh, these guys are making all this money. Yeah, at least they work for their money. So who are we rooting for? These rich owners that, you know, their family was in oil or yeah. something like that, and the money's just been handed down? What have they done to earn this money? Yeah. So why are we rooting for... Why aren't we rooting for guys like Le'Veon Bell to get paid? We're rooting for these rich owners. Be. You know, these rich... And most of them are assholes. You know what I mean? No, I'm gonna root for the guy that's risking his body and
0: entertaining me every Sunday. Absolutely, I'm, I'm pro I'm a player. thousand percent with you, and I hate these Packer fans. Well, Aaron Rodgers just signed a hundred million yeah. dollar extension. He deserved every damn penny that he like, got. Like, I'd give him another like, hundred mil. Is yeah. it?
1: Is it your money? That's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's what they think. Well, I'm the right. of this team. Right. I mean, okay. Where, where 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 would you spend it on? You know, well, you well, want to be like Brady the Redskins were. a Pay
0: cut to bring in better players.
1: Bringing in all these free agents just because oh yeah I know who that guy is. Let's Good for Tom guy. Brady.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you freaking do? Guess because his old lady makes a bazillion dollars shaking that sweet ass. <laughs> it, hers yeah, around. I don't care about Tom
2: Brady taking less
0: money. I don't care. I, you know, it doesn't matter to me. And none of if you offer me
2: one hundred and thirty-two million dollars. If you, if somebody tells me okay, I could pay you eighty million dollars. Or I could pay you $130 million, but we're going to be able to sign more. I mean, yeah, I'd probably go with the more money, too. Because the thing is, is you're like, what would you do with all that money? But that's the thing. You never have any limit. You could do anything you want. Like, if you go on vacation, you're like, oh, I probably don't need to buy this tiger for $7 million. But fuck it. I'm rich, so I'm going to do it. (laughs) Like, why why wouldn't you want to live like that if you could? Because you work hard. The thing is, these guys give up everything, man. They can't just, like, go out and eat pizza and have a few cheeseburgers, have a couple beers, like... I mean, some of them do, but you have to like you risk your whole life. You know, you're on this strict diet seven days a week. You know, you're you're training nonstop. Your whole life is training and getting hit by 275 pound dudes. And some guys smoke
1: weed. Yes, (laughs) some guys will go, especially if you're
2: uh, Eric Reed or whatever, because they're piss testing you every five minutes. Some
1: guys they'll go like two, three, maybe four weeks after the season they'll kind of just step away from it, and but then you know it starts right. right right, They're back right at it. You know, they guys. And I remember seeing a thing on, I think it was Real Sports. And I, I think it was Real Sports. We were, with Shannon Sharp, what he was doing to stay with the Ravens at that time. And so he was probably like 33. And to keep at that level, his workouts, they showed his, what he would do in his workouts. I mean, I think we've all been to the gym. And we've all done. If you worked with a trainer, you kind of okay. Oh yeah, then they, you really get serious, and you're like, wow. You come home and you're, this is like times ten, right? The shit he was doing. I mean, I think I don't. Know, have you ever done the tire? No. The, I've done the tire. But I haven't stepped a. Have fucking you ever toe done the ropes? Gym I do all that shit. Years. Have you done the ropes? I, I still do. The it. ropes, the ropes are awesome. If I don't but work out, man, I can't get out of bed in the morning. Your your arms are so ready to fall off. But and he was they were showing him do the ropes, and they were and they had some. Kids out of college, I don't even know who they were, but there were players, you know, that have been drafted for a year and they couldn't keep up with them. And I was like, Jesus Christ. I mean, you really, and I, people off the street, that, that they'll say that they watch the game in the bar, they don't understand how much time right. is, and I, you know, being involved in racing, and that, I see what these guys do. Even race car drivers have to do to keep in. Well, they just show
0: up once a week on Sunday to to, to, to to drive in circles. These guys are (laughs) working out. 200 miles an hour.
1: Yeah. It's It's a a
0: seven-day-a-week grind. To get
1: to that top layer is a commitment Mm -hmm. that
0: Mm -hmm. we as normal people can't do. Hell, no. I couldn't do it. No. I couldn't do it. I'm too lazy. But I remember. That's my point, though. So why don't they deserve
1: it? I, I was, so. right, exactly. Well, um, I, you know, I think I was, uh, me and Terry, we were joking one day. We we're Let's be punters. I know. What's the best job in the NFL? Well, we could be punters. So we're going to be punters. And we Kicked the football for about three days, and that was about it. No. <laughs> you know, that, no. that
0: was our commitment. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're gonna
1: be punters. And you know? after
0: three days, you're smoking weed, playing Mario, <laughs> 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 like the rest three of days. us. Fuck this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, getting back to Lafleur, uh, I did like you know you you mentioned his movement. Uh, the one I like was working with Kyle Shan- Shanahan and with, and Matt Ryan. When was Matt most successful? Was Lafleur with his quarterback coach? It was MVP season. So, I mean, for yeah, you're not sure about experience. There are there's a, on the other side of the ledger. There's some definite pluses.
0: Well, and now that uh, Lafleur Le has left, Matt Ryan, Matty Ice has melted. Yeah, and he is not the same player he that he was. I thought that he had a ridiculous nickname because you know, yes, he had the MVP season. Yes, they you know made and and gave away the Super Bowl and all that. Uh, but, um, I never thought he was all that good, but he did have his best year when LaFleur was there. Mm -hmm. So kudos to him or yeah. Yeah. You know,
2: I'm excited. You know, I I am excited to tell you the truth. I just, I'm a little nervous and I think that's the way it should be because like I said, the one thing, you know, even towards the end, I mean, towards the end, it sucked with Mac, but. Especially when I was living in Illinois, like there was always the certainty that the Packers, no matter what, were going to win the North. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like we were always confident in that. And the playoff losses sucked, whether it be to the Niners, the Seahawks, to the Giants, whoever broke our heart that year. But as much as it sucked, at least we were in the dance and uh, not watching from home. Okay,
1: so if you're, if you got four, okay, you got the four
0: teams in the North: wow, what is Packers, Vikings. They brought this in from Packers, Vikings,
1: <laughs> Lions, and Bears. Of a, who who has the who who looks the best right now? Um, well, I mean, probably the Bears, right? But right now, you just got that punch in the gut because you lost Fangio. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's the
0: Packers because I don't hold Trubisky. I don't think he's that good. I don't either. he look yes. There were You saw some,
1: you know, towards the last he made five, shows. six games, yeah, you were like,
0: hmm, he'd, he'd make those plays where, yeah, he's just bailing out. You just bailed out there. And he did enough for them to win that playoff game, the discount double doink. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, he didn't show up the first three quarters. He yeah. had a good fourth quarter, but the offense was just complete dog crap uh, three quarters of that game. So, you know, yes, I'm a homer, and and I'm biased as hell, but I, I say it's the Packers. Yeah, because the Lions, well,
1: you know. They're god-awful again. Yeah, and the Vikings, that was everybody's
0: pick for the Super Bowl. And their defense has been straight garbage. They, they sat there, and they had the number one defense for one year, and since then, they have been crap. I mm-hmm. hate to say it, but their window was uh, last year. Yeah, it was like a one-year window with Case yeah. Keenum. Yeah, because yeah. Yep. Cousins ain't he's he's playing bad too.
2: He just he doesn't he can't beat good teams, and he and he never has. He's got five wins against teams with winning records. So
0: yeah, that's not good.
2: No, not at all. And um, you saw him blow up at the end of the season. Him and Thielen, you yeah. know, yelling at each other. Zimmer sat on the bench for the entire fourth quarter of that yep. game. Stephon Diggs is like, just give me the ball, which they should. I mean, that's yeah. Your best playmaker. If uh, here's the thing, if you have Stephon Diggs, imagine if Aaron Rodgers had Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen right now. Yeah, uh, I don't want to hear any excuses in Minnesota. From well, that's of.
1: akin to Jennings and and Nelson.
2: Yeah, you know. So I think I'd rather have uh Thielen and and Diggs than Jennings and Nelson, even even in their prime. Ah, man. You know what? Let me take that back. I don't know, Greg oh. Jennings. Uh, we were, when they were talking top receivers in Packer history. Am I cra- Jennings has to be top five. When he was I mean, he was he was dominant, Greg Jennings. Not only the year that he had with Favre, you know, he showed flashes, but those first couple years, he was the most talented receiver. I mean, he got a little bit older
1: and you know, he was getting injured. Well, but... you got Hudson. Okay. Right. And then Yeah, but I'm
0: talking, like, okay, like, let's talk. Lofton.
1: People don't realize how good Lofton
0: dude, was. Dude, Lofton was the man.
2: Yeah. But Lofton, let's talk about, like, no. how athletic and fast the dude was, though, too. Like, I mean, you like if I'm talking centers and we're like, okay, well, Shaq, George, Mike, and right. I'm going to have to well, say, like. Well, if you sh- want
0: to talk of lettuces and then you take Paul Horning and Bart Starr and all that right. out, out of the equation as well, That's he what can't I mean. do it. I you know? Just,
2: like, nobody could cover Greg Jennings in his prime. You got to admit, I mean, I know that we all, nobody could stand him anymore since he's left, but he was very underrated in my opinion. He was great. He was great.
0: And you know, I, uh, I got to go him over Donald driver. Oh
2: yeah, definitely. Okay. I'm just making sure because like, no, no, yeah, that was the list I'm with you. Like Lofton. Yeah. I would probably even go Jordy over Greg Jennings. Um, so I wouldn't say probably top five. I'd go top 10. But just sometimes, like, I heard James Jones' name over over no. oh, hell Craig no. Jennings. Hell okay, no. I'm just making
1: sure we're on the same page there. I was Ooh, like. Uh, Brain fart time. 84. Went to the Raiders. Almost got shot. Got shot with the Bronco. Javon Walker? Javon Walker. There's a guy who just oh, fell yeah. right off, off the table. the face of the planet. Yeah, I bought his
0: jersey, of course. He was good, too. He had
1: those two, three years. I loved it. And we're talking was, good wide receivers, you talk, and, and no you one talk about the shan- uh, you know, Sharp. Riddling Sharp. I, oh, there you go. Uh, and you talk about the Raider game with Favre, you know, the Irv-Favre game, that was Walker. Yeah. So, yeah, you got so you got Hudson, Lofton, Sharp. Yeah, I'd put Jennings in there. Jennings in. Uh, you
0: know, so uh, we're in agreement. Yeah, I, yeah. Mean, I, I was just. Kidding. No, yeah. I think he's top five.
1: Okay, cool. He's up there. Yeah. yeah. He's up. Driver, driver is interesting because is Steady Eddie. I mean, mm-hmm. for us you know, just a slot guy, fearless over the middle, just not the burner kind of guy, but just I mean, just
0: really, really good. And driver was king of not chunk plays. The right. word of the year was yak. The good yeah. old yards he, after yeah, the catch yeah. back when, you know, that was about a, a two, three, two, sure. three-year term that that had uh, staying power. And Donald Driver was fan- phenomenal at that. Just absolutely fantastic. So He had a cool backstory, too. Didn't he, like, steal
2: course. cars and shit for a while? Wasn't that Donald Driver? Yeah, he was so,
0: Alcorn State, I you, believe. You were talking
1: about the bra- the, the Brazzers thing. Uh, another one I saw where saw the Packers asking Lafleur how, how how often do you run the 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 slant or run into flat. Barely. He says, you're hired. Yeah. I saw, that one, <laughs> I saw that one too. I liked
0: that. Yeah. Well, okay. Final thoughts. It's time, time to get out of here. Final Pe- thoughts on the the presser today. Uh, you know, your amazing wife, Steve, uh, you know, whatever's going through. <sighs> he's, through he is dreamy.
1: Yours. You know, he's gonna, you <laughs> know, I think you're going to see a lot more females in training camp. Think so? Oh Yeah. Yeah, like good looking. I think you're yellow? gonna see a lot of milfs out there on, on the fence. I'm going okay, so, so get
2: credentialed for training camp is what so, you're telling me. They're gonna be. <laughs> Sorry, they're, he's down. gonna
1: have a little bit of a. Yeah, you're gonna have. A, in fact, you might see a couple on bicycles. You know, Aye. I'm just joking. No. But <laughs> you know, okay, for those who go, I don't know about this hire. Who else would you have hired? I mean, it. I I think the point is the coaching. Pool was not as deep as we thought. Right, there's a lot of retreads out there. You know, Murphy didn't make this move for a retread. He said, "I want to make a statement. I want the. I want to. You. He, he. This is a guy who. The number one thing he wants is a. Tr- he wants a statue in front of Lambo. I think. He sure at this as hell point. does. He wants a legacy, and he thinks his. He's. 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 Is he taking a chance a, a little bit of a flyer? but he thinks he's looking at upside. And I think at this point, LaFleur is the best upside of what those out there. Okay. Gase would, have, I, I think we all agree. Great. We would love to have seen Gase in there, but I think it would have been a personality conflict. I think LaFleur
2: has the highest ceiling as a head coach. Yeah. You, you know, even if they say he's a year early or whatever, that's what they said about Matt Nagy. The hire was, you know, maybe two years too early and they went to the playoffs, won 12 yeah. games Good his first point. year. So I'm excited for it. I mean, it was time for a change. Um, Sometimes the bigger name, like a Josh McDaniels, those, isn't always the better hire. So maybe, you know, I mean, they obviously did their research. Um, I, My final thought, I don't need to hear from. I don't really have a problem with Mark Murphy. Met him a couple of times. Seems like a nice guy. Um, but I don't need him butting in. Like, I want to hear from yeah. Brian a little bit more, the general manager. I get you're a football person, quote-unquote, but just, like, shut your mouth, and I want to hear from everybody you else know who, you know You know
1: I'm. who I would love to have him just sit down and have lunch with is Harlan. Yeah. Olivia, oh, yeah. me too. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, uh, Olivia Decker. Yeah. Uh, You know, I have Bob Harlan kind of go, hey, I know what you're doing here, but just kind of tone it down just a little bit. Yeah. Harlan would be good to do that film.
0: Yeah, he needs it. So, yeah, my final thought, cautiously optimistic. I think anybody who's 100% for the move, anybody who's 100% against the move is just full of shit. We have no idea how this is going to turn out. You have to wait and see. LeFleur is not a household name. So, you know, you just you you take what you do know and you form an opinion. But if you're 100% for it or 100% against it, there's no way you can back that up because you have no clue. So this is going to take a minimum of two years to find out whether this is a good move, a bad move, or a, you know, parallel move to the garbage we just got rid of. Yeah, I don't you know, I don't want
1: I don't want I don't want panic if they're one and two. Right. And they got blown out by what you know one of their games. Because yeah. there's a couple of tough games next next year when you know against the Chargers and that. So you know, let's not have, you know, panic in the streets here. If, oh my gosh, you know. You know, but I, I yeah, I I totally agree with you. It's cautiously optimistic. We'll see what happens. You know, I was I was giddy as hell when they hired Ray Rhodes.
0: Yeah, I was too, man. I was pumped. I was, I was very excited oh, we're go to about Super Bowl. Bowls. Oh, yeah. Eight and eight. Yep. Kissing your sister. Yep. It was awful. So. It was. Horvat, thanks, brother. Thank you, Ryan. Thanks, guys. See you later. Oh, I'm sorry. Horvy. Hor- yeah, Horvy. Horvy. I'm just shortening it to whore. Yeah. Well, thank you.
1: <laughs> and uh, we'll talk to you next time.
0: Yeah. Thanks for uh, listening to Green and Gold, Dead and now podcast here on 1057FMTheFan.com.